Austin 316 said, I just whipped your ass. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Welcome to the Personal Jukebox Podcast. My name is Simon, and in this episode we're going to be looking at Odelay's album, Boy Beck. And joining me to look at that, he's back to pop the boys. But uh, who is he to doubt, El Dandy? It's Stuart Boyers. Greetings and salutations. Whoop, whoop, whoop. How you doing? You alright? Swings of roundabouts. Yes, of course, of course, very much so. Um, it's been a while since you were... Uh, on the pod. There's a song in there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, I heard that recently and I thought to myself, ooh, I'm going to do that Stained album as an episode. Oh. <laughs> you know, do you remember actually how successful it was, though? Massive. I believe. Absolutely massive. Was it a number one album over here? It's got to have been. Just jumped into my head a memory of seeing someone at a bus stop who wasn't into anything alternative yeah. in any way, shape or form in school. Mm-hmm. Um, Discman. Oh, the, Discman, that's yeah, the era, isn't Yeah, it? Discman era, uh, earbuds in. What you got on, mate? Stained. What? Really? Uh, cross boundaries? Cross borders? Yes. How? It was, I don't know, is that, that's like the peak, isn't it? Is that like the beginning of 2001, am I thinking? Or mm. mid-2001? Definitely yeah, it's like got to be, got to be, hasn't it? Before 9-11, isn't it? Mm. Which is kind of the falling off point for new metal. Yeah, stained. I don't I've know, yeah. I've... Puddle of mud had their... Yeah. Five I, minutes, didn't they? Obviously, when, when, when Limp were at their peak. Yeah. yeah it so. was like Limp Biscuit, Linkin Park. It kind of crossed over to the mainstream in the UK, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. And There's no guitar music for the kids now. None whatsoever. I, I say it's a lot, but there is none. Yeah, none whatsoever. But in terms of music now, yeah. oh, we're going to go down the wormhole here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Here goes the next 30 minutes. I've been having this conversation recently with the advent of streaming. The entirety of recorded history available on your phone. Time's become a non-factor, hasn't it? I mean, the kids today, they're into 80s music. <laughs> That's the equivalent of us in school, being into, like, 50s stuff. Um, P- like, pre-Beatles. It's just unthinkable. Yeah, I suppose. For our generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I often think about that, actually. It is quite... Why, why, does, why do kids like 80s music? I just said, I don't know. It's, I, I, it do you think it's, it's simple? Potentially, but it kind of goes back to um, something we've said a lot about the investment we put in the albums we cover at the time because we had limited disposable income and we've mm. made an investment. And you don't have to worry about that yeah, anymore. They yeah, they don't have to worry about it anymore. So it, it, it's all there. It's readily available. You can literally give something a punt. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, who's to say in like 1995, mm-hmm. if someone stick spotify in my bedroom i'm not coming out of there for a start oh christ and yeah. you know mm-hmm. by the dawn of 1996 mm-hmm. i'm a deadhead yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if like that time i don't know if we have said this before if you literally had streaming music and say like the e-network but then oh you would never left the house. Your muscles are just atrophy wouldn't they <laughs> 
the amount of how online gaming is online gaming. Remember when you had to like get round people's houses so you could grab a pad and play against yeah. each other. You used to have like the multi tap, wouldn't you? Yeah. And yeah. Whoever's house you were at, they had the official pad. Yeah, they had the good pad. Yeah, you yeah. had the like the cheap knockoff with Third the party pads. Uh, yeah, yeah, more clicky buttons yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that they bought with those, you know, where you used to flick the uh, flick one of the buttons, so it emulated like pressing the button repeatedly, like in one of <laughs> those rapid games. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, oh. when everything peaked. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Summertime for humanity. Yeah, we're coming to the when by the time this comes out. We'll be coming, well, we'll literally have a finished football season. You being a Warsaw fan. Football season's finished. Well, well it, has, it has for the for the lower levels, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah football yeah. season finished um, in February. Well, I was just saying before we came on air, haven't we? It's been playoff semi-finals yes. this weekend. And yeah. I was just saying before we came on air, my mate who realised he was from Salford about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Been very quiet today. <laughs> Didn't go their way, did it? No. Uh, what are you thinking of the? I mean, this is nothing. By the time this comes out, everyone will probably know if the impending treble has happened. Well, I think now the plastic treble. Sorry, the plastic treble. Plastic treble. Oh, don't real, is no, it? I think this is a real treble. No, it's Absolutely. a plastic treble. It's just plastic team. It is a plastic team. Mm. Now, that said, this is going to give away the exact date we're recording this. Yeah. But when I left the house, yes, um, as it stood in the game that was ongoing, the title race was over. Oh, really? Yeah. They were Forest winning, were they? They were. Yeah, okay. They were one up. I thought about actually lumping on them today as part of, a, part of an accumulator. But yeah. whatever happened to Liverpool, absolutely did me. One apiece? Yeah, yeah, okay. one apiece. Uh, yeah. It was a late goal, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Well, I wanted... That. Well, I didn't want them to win, but for... For the purpose of my pocket, yeah. I did. Yeah. But, uh, on the, on a similar subject, I mean, this is going to go over the completely over the head of ninety nine point nine percent of the listeners. Have you seen what a banner year it's been for our local non league? Kiddy have gone up, Rushall have gone up, Hales Owen have gone up, Loy have gone up, Stourbridge have won the Birmingham Senior Cup, beating Coventry. Good lord, you're what a well, seat. well in the um, what things a season. There. I knew Kiddy has uh, yeah. has got has been good. Um, but now I wasn't aware of Lightown Town at all. Absolutely. Amazing yeah. campaign. Anyway, look at you. He's like, his roots and fingers are in yeah. the lo- locale. Yeah. The Chase Town uh, Hensford Derby's back on for next season. <laughs> I fancy a bit of that. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Stairbridge, um, Hal's Owen's back on. So the pre season friendly between them was abandoned, wasn't it, um, last summer? I don't know. Due to, uh, due to uh, incidents. Oh, was it? Yeah. What were they expecting? Like a big kickoff, were they? No, it happened. I was heading oh, it happened. out. Yeah, yeah, I was heading out. I was headed actually into Stalebridge. Yeah. And as I'm driving down about half six, seven o'clock, yeah. I see gangs of young lads, groups of young lads walking up the road together and thinking, now that's how it should be. That's how it was when I was a kid. You know. <laughs> you was looking on the positive yeah, side of it. I was yeah. like, that, that's how it used to be. Not sitting at home in your boy on top watching Sky on a Tuesday night and you know. But obviously going for the aggro. Yeah, yeah, no, I it's um it seems to be coming back again with the with Big the youth. Big time. The youth, they yeah. love a bit of it. Um, Big time I see it. Another thing we discussed said a bit earlier about Instagram stories. Um, that's another one that keeps on floating up. I don't know what I'm searching for sometimes, but it keeps thinking I want to see a bit of like football aggro as well. Okay. Like but, uh, oh, it's rife. 
Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, well, we're West Ham the other night. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That was absolutely ridiculous, wasn't it? Insane. That, that yeah. Nothing was done about that. Mm. It was uh, no arrests made, was there? Wasn't there? No, not one. Oh, or there goodness. wasn't by like Friday. Madness. But yeah, but that's that's football. We only talk football today. Yep, yep. Yeah, we got that out of the system. <laughs> that's, it, that's it for this series. This series. This season. Um, yeah. As said, and as your clock from from downloading it, we're looking at um, Odelay by Beck, nineteen ninety six. I want to say summer of nineteen ninety six. If it didn't come out in the summer, either way, it was definitely for me. It was the soundtrack to that summer, proper summer album to this day. But nineteen ninety six. I mean, I bought this album from our price in Stourbridge. <laughs> um, I remember I've, our price in Stourbridge. Absolutely. Is it Carphone Warehouse now? Is it? Um, yeah, it's in the little centre thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuji's dominating the charts. Fuji's, yeah. yeah Fuji, like Pinkerton that. came out. Second Rage Against the Machine album, which you wonder was that ever coming out? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, we've touched on football. I was doing home and away every week back then. Get an away game anywhere in the country. Get changed from twenty quid. Oh, were you going home and away? In include, yeah, yeah, including travel, <clears throat> and you know we. We used to attack and score goals back in those days. It was amazing. <laughs> Carl Lightbourne, Kevin Wilson, Martin O'Connor, Scott Houghton. Our post-goal chant, post chant in our end was, whoomp, there it is. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> That's signs yeah. of times, that is, well, isn't it? Yeah. Tarantino's first two films, <coughs> Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, mm. available to buy on video. You had the classic first-party titles on the Super Nintendo. Mm. Um, Ooh, Barrio yeah, World, yeah, 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 Starwing, yeah, yeah. Metroid, yeah. Um, Zelda 3, relevant at the moment with the new Zelda out. But there is a new I mean, Zelda out, yeah. Yeah, I was 15. You know, I was, exams were a year away, so, you know, it was 11 months before I had to think about that, which was forever. Yeah. And, you know, following things that out of habit on TV, as I was casually watching something, then some bald bloke uttered the words Austin 316 said I just whipped your ass what a time to be alive we say that sarcastically these days but I mean that 100% what a time to be alive and this album we're doing today smack bang in the heartland of that it's, Good times, great memories. You've illustrated 1996 there, like yeah. that. That's a really good, uh, really good stuff of it. It's it's obviously that whole Euro '96 as well oh, in that summer. Yeah. yeah, 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 in that summer, which was bloody massive, wasn't it? It was fantastic. Yeah, um, you look at the t- take the Bulgaria side back then: Stoichkov, Lechkov, Ivanov, Balakov, Penev, and they didn't even get past the first round. I loved when they had a team. Just quality. I yeah. loved when they had a team. Yeah. It like stunk when when I always like, you could always count on them to like have a good lose their heads and get a sending off and Defo. stuff like that. Yeah, nineteen ninety six was a great time, man. Was. Um, oh, the days! I <laughs> you literally just flooded my mind with stuff. Then um, June the eighteenth, ninety six in the US. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks later in the UK, it was put out because it didn't chart until July, but. Right in the sunny times of, how old was I? I was 18, man. You know, yeah. that's like class, classic bloody, uh, classic time. Yep. Yeah, as you say, what a time to be alive. Yeah, the album, and he got to, only got to number 17 on the UK charts, but it spent 68 weeks on the charts overall. In America, we'll talk about the sales there and bits like that. But um, as well, what was going on in the music charts? This was the number one single. <laughs> Yo, I'll see you later, 
And then they put out a girl band and like, I don't know, the world changed a little bit. He was a zeitgeist, wasn't he? We love that word. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The other words coming up. Yeah, which one's that? The one you love. <laughs> um, the Spice Girls was, as you say, the zeitgeist, but like a thing. Massive. Yeah. It's, it's another one of those, that I don't know how, what, what comparison would you draw in modern... What now? Under 20s culture. Oh, God. Um, In terms of just how ubiquitous they were. It's weird because I think everything is kind of ubiquitous with the kids now. Because they all like the same things Mm. and stuff, but not on this. What's this prime bollocks? Oh, prime the drink. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Logan and KSI. Oh, is it Logan Paul? Yeah, Logan Paul and KSI. Uh, they're bottles of. It's not an energy drink, is it? It's um, um, what's it called? Luke's Ice Sport. What, uh, uh, rehydration. Yeah, but I think there is an energy drink in cans as well now. Okay. Um, and they're brawling outside Aldi for this. I think they were, weren't they, on yeah. the build-up to Christmas? Yeah. Because Aldi, I think. Well, it's clever targeting, really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've done it. Yeah, well, I don't know. That, well, I've just like literally flooded the kids' minds with BS and mm-hmm. like set them out there. Yeah. Were they charging like 10 quid a bottle for it or something like that? It may be more than that, yeah. I Madness. believe um, definitely in the past two or three weeks I've been in the spa over the road from here and okay. they're still like 2 99 a bottle for like as Lucas Aid Sport. I haven't tried one. No, I'm no. off. I'm, I'm off all energy drinks anyway. Since December, I haven't had a energy drink at all. Oh, you used to live on them, didn't you? Oh, I definitely had yeah. one a day. Oh, during my during my dissertation, I lived on that uh, kiwi and lot. No, not kiwi. Apple and kiwi, relentless. Oh yeah, oh, you know, I never tried that one. Actually. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was your favourite Spice Girl? Oh, um, Vicky Beckham. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Even still now, I think she's very self-knowing and like I think she's in on the joke. Okay. Yeah. Whereas, like, Jerry is... Oh, never know, a Jerry fan. Oh, God, it's like, like um, yeah, never a Jerry fan. Mel B, Mel C is the only one probably actually could sing. But, yeah, oh, yeah, know, yeah. But, yeah, and then, I don't know, fucking Baby Spice is for people who like heart radio, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh. <laughs> what did you think? You could say Baby Spice. Oh, I am actually going to say Baby Spice, yep. <laughs> yeah. Bunton. Actually, didn't she DJ on hard as well? Did she? Yeah, okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm that, not interested in that. That kind of that kind of seems to be the area. Like, I believe their radio show at the moment is um, Amanda Holden and... Okay. Um, what's his name? BDSM Dungeon Thico as well. Um, Jamie Thickston. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know about this. The, what about about it? But people hate Amanda Holden, don't they? I don't mind a bit of Amanda Holden. Yeah. Just, I, I have no opinion either way, but yeah. but people hate her. I can imagine. Oh yeah, I imagine some people do. Yeah, I think people are hating Philip Schofield at the moment, aren't they? He's um, has he gone quit today? Yeah, he's quit today. You see, yeah. we are dating this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Timestamp. Yeah. He's uh, I don't know, creepy feeling. I know. Yeah, I my mean, indifference is total. He's not in my lexicon of like no. stuff, but yeah. yeah, I don't know, creepy feeling. He used to sit in the broom cupboard with uh, Gordon the Gopher, didn't he? Yeah. Man, you know, yeah, Christ that's my frame of reference. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and he was no Andy Peters. <laughs> you prefer Andy Peters? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I all upgraded because Andy Peters got Ed the Duck. Oh, upgrades so, already. Yeah. Oh, I used to like it. Actually, I prefer Ed the, oh, Ed Ed the, the Duck, duck to Gordon the Gopher. Yeah, 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 definitely. 
Yeah, the Spice Girls. There we go. So, There's yeah, the collaboration you yeah, never knew you wanted. That's it. Um, that was the number one on the singles charts. On the album charts, I think we might have heard this before. I mean, we've spoke about this recently, so we can talk over this. Did you pick the track at random? Uh, yeah. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. You did not. Well, I thought it was something that I'd go straight in and people would know what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's well, what okay, I Okay, I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you that. Listen to the episode if I was you haven't. Gonna, I was, I was, I was going to put you all to know, but it's like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, number one. We spoke about it at the time. Number one for ages. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we were miles apart on this track, weren't we? Yes, we were, yeah. I believe it had already been number one and then gone down and then had gone back to number one. Yeah. So, mega seller. Absolutely. Was top... Is it in the top 50 selling albums of all time? Yeah, I think it's somewhere Globally. Like that, yeah. Lot. So she sold a lot. Letting us down on the other side of the Atlantic, though. Recently, I think me and Neil did an episode. I believe it was the Avril Lavigne episode. And number one on the UK charts was... Oh, Christ, what were they called? The bloody chavvy UK boy band with a... E17? No, no, no. Meet me at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. Well, I, I imagine this is the original version. Like bone thugs and harmony. Not for me, especially not in '96. They were just one of those entries, lines, whatever you want to call it, um, that never came up on the box music television you control. Yeah. That was all I knew about Thugs and Harmony at the time. This was like, I don't know, like that kind of American um, R&B that yeah, weren't like your, really popular over here. Yeah, at the like time. your boys to men yeah. became our man usher. Yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, for, for the listener out there, I cannot convince your man for love no money to do an usher episode. <laughs> He's having none of it. <laughs> i tell you what as well. Um... And another one that you've suggested to me a few times, and I'm not going to do it, yeah, because um, I listened to the al- the album in the past ten days. Was um, oh Christ, what's the big Nine Inch Nails album? Oh, Downward Spiral. Yeah, the Downward okay. Spiral. Um, not I don't think that I can do it justice okay. because it just I, I don't get it. I, I can I do get it, but I don't, and I'm sat there thinking. Those are the best ones. <laughs> That's I'm, a rigging endorsement. It's it, well, it, it's really hard to throw myself into it either way. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, hmm. <laughs> I just don't know what to say about it. It was just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just can't describe it. I think. Straight away I listened to it and I went, God, this is mass. I was going to text you and say, Stuart Boyd, hot take, downward spiral, fantastically overrated. Yeah, was what I was going to send to you. Okay. Yeah, fantastically overrated. Don't get it. It's all bloody the Emperor's new clothes. Yeah. Ooh. And then I like, 
as I listen to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I do kind of get it a little bit. But um, I was going to say, you're redeeming yourself before, because their fan base is rabid. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why. And, and you're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Very much like the album we're talking about today, actually. Okay. Yeah. I'm very interested for your take on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, my friend Nick, he's 15 years-ish. Yeah. Older than me. And some years ago, I lent him on CD. Yeah. Um, this album, and Sea Change, which is... Another one by Beck later in his career, mm. big departure, and he handed them back to me the next day. And <laughs> all he said was, Not for me. I put this album on. This is the definition of like um, a summer that will grow on me. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm yep. slightly showing my hand here, but not yep. really. But I listened to this all the way through. Obviously, I knew the songs that I knew oh, yeah. beforehand. And I was like, Fucking hell, I think this might be like one of the lower ratings I'm going to give an album. Okay, yeah. but I've listened to it more, and yeah, Neil Strong, if you're listening right now, I don't think you're going to be in on this one. But I, yeah, yeah, I said from obviously you know Neil a lot, 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 lot better than I do. But yeah. I don't. Know, I surprise myself with some things, so you know, yeah, people oh, yeah, surprise yeah, you. Don't yeah, they? of course. Right, yeah, we said that it was July in the UK, June in uh, America. His fifth studio album. Now that threw me. Massively, we talked about this with Alanis, didn't we? How her first two albums just don't have any presence in the UK at yeah. all up to this day. Yes. Really, as far as I knew at the time, until and really until about 10 12 years ago, yeah, to me, this was Beck's second album, yeah, and that's what I thought. I stumbled across which one is it? It's one of his indie recordings, One Foot in the Grave, in a public library. Okay. Um, probably about 12, 13 years ago. I was like, what the fuck is what this? What is that? This is one of the ones between uh, Mellow Gold and this. But I want to Me- say 94, 95 maybe. Mellow Gold's 90. I thought that was like 90. Is it 93, 94? Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. Gotta be. Time, Definitely. And. I kind of had an inkling something was up mm-hmm. on the second Johnny Cash American Recordings album. The opening track's a track called Rowboat. And I'm listening to that and I was like, I could imagine Beck covering this. Mm-hmm. Or this this sounds Beck-esque. Mm-hmm. And it's only, well, it was some years later that um, I picked up on Stereopathic Soul Manure and went down uh, an online rabbit hole and like, no, it is a Beck song. That's a <laughs> Beck cover by Johnny Cash. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I definitely hear a bit of Johnny Cash in Beck stuff. I definitely hear a bit of Dylan in oh, Beck stuff. Oh, massively, yeah. massively. And other stuff, but I think one of, his, one of his cleverest things is some of the lyrics. The lyrics are... We do a bit of lyric analysis sometimes, yeah, don't we? And yeah. I think... Not just on this album, but in Beck in general, yeah. for the most part. There is exceptions. Sea Change is one. Yeah. But definitely on this album. It's a complete exercise in futility. It's Surrealism 101. It's off the wall. Absolute bonkers. Um, yeah. It's like the Salvador Dali of songwriting. You've just got... It just... If I pick out lines, it's for no other reason that they sound cool. Yeah. I think much like you, my first exposure to Beck was in Loser. Yeah, every, yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd be surprised. If we met anybody who said their first exposure to Beck wasn't Loser, 
they're probably the... very young <laughs> yeah. or they're a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So the lyrics in that were very, oh, this and this, this yeah. and this. Just I, I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, a termite choking on the splinters, hung himself yeah, with the guitar Yeah, in the time string. of chimpanzees, always yeah. a monkey. Yeah, just yeah. completely random yep. shizzle thrown together. Yep. And there's definitely that in some of these songs as well. Not all of them, but definitely in some of them. It's definitely takes up the majority of the, the yeah. lyrical content. And I, I read an interview with him doing research for this where he said um, lyrics can change, oh, I've forgotten the exact word, but it was something like lyrics can take away the funkiness or the something of a song. He says you can put the wrong lyrics on a song and it'll just ruin it and it won't just it won't hit, basically. I get that because people put a lot of stock in lyrics, don't they? Yeah. They put, they'd probably put, a, I mean, some people put a disproportionate amount of stock in lyrics because yeah that's like that's what they assign the whole raison d'etre of music to um again a guy i know um well a friend of ours is a big marillion fan mm. our mutual friend had never heard of marillion and i was explaining the concept and okay. progressive music and i was explaining just in basic terms so that they do like 9 10 11 12 minute songs mm. sometimes and his response was what do they sing about for 12 minutes and it's like i don't even know how to answer that question because that's not what's anyone who's really interested in music would ever ask step them up to jethro tull or something like oh, that blimey. <laughs> barkley james harvest emerson lake and palmer yeah. i was listening what a time to be alive <laughs> there was um Oh, man, it's an American podcast, and they look back through the billboard and analyse sort of an artist at a time. Yeah. And they, were, they did a bit on Jethro Tull when they were getting awards back around the start, but it was literally like, I don't know, maybe one track or two tracks on an, on an album yeah. kind of thing. Um, and use it. Was it, was it them who used the flute? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It Ian, what's his name? Oh, God. I can't remember. And it's one of those flutes that comes out like at a right angle. <laughs> One of those massive flutes. Yeah, and it was just explained. I, from listening to that, I went away and I was like, I'm going to listen to some Jethro Tull. As you said, streaming music. Yeah. I could just yeah. throw on a bit of Jethro yeah. Tull there and then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't for me. I don't get it. It wasn't for me I at all. I don't get it. But, uh, yeah, so Beck's stuff. He does funky lyrics. What did we say? This has sold over 2.3 million albums in the USA. By far his most commercially successful album. Yep. Massive plaudits, which we'll get into. If anybody had heard Mellow Gold, I had heard Mellow Gold before this album. But I'll be honest, I'd probably listened to it about twice all the way through. Yeah. Never owned it, and it's been around somebody's house. I can definitely remember working with a guy called Pete at Staples and going to his house, and he put it on once. So I definitely had listened to it. I don't know what my full opinion of it was, but it was definitely a bit more... Mm. Conventional, hippie. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yep. That kind of definitely more. I mean, there are acoustics and stuff like that on this album, acoustic guitars. Yeah, but it definitely had a more all-over feel. Yeah, like that. Oh, how many times has this been said for Beck? Just that slacker vibe. Yeah, we're going to struggle with descriptors for a lot of this to be fair so mm. i think everyone listening needs to bear with us while, yeah. while we reach for words yeah it's it's very full-on slacker vibe yeah. S- not necessarily stoner vibe but it's kind of effortless isn't it nonchalant 
Yeah. To a certain yeah. degree, yeah. So, yeah, so... No I, fucks given. Yeah, yeah, you'd think that, yeah. <laughs> but there is because some people online say, oh, now Prince is dead, who's going to fill his shoes? Beck, Beck's the guy to fill his shoes. He's the guy who can turn his hand to any type of music and do this and do that and write hooks and blah, blah, blah. Mm, I'll get that. I believe he'd set out to do this album. He'd recorded demos for a couple of songs with somebody. I meant to write that down. The Dust Brothers involved in his album. Well, that, this is what he had. Then he trashed those songs. I believe you do get them a couple of years later on re-releases. And he set up with the Dust Brothers uh, to start recording. Who'd worked with, like, the Beastie Boys. And they did the Fight Club soundtrack. They did Umba yeah. by Hanson. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I know you're a fan of that. Amongst Absolutely. Other, amongst other things. Absolutely. And there's some definite Beastie Boys vibes in places on this album too. Yeah, there's hip-hop. Yep. Influence. Yep. I would like is the Mexican slang for what's up or it is. Or it is. And it's funny you saying that about scrapping up. some scrapping some material yeah. and going back and starting again because um I did read somewhere many years ago that it was a bit of a double entendre. So um you had like the Mexican colloquialism, but it was also a nod to the fact that it took it while to record and come out that it was oh delay oh delay yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 see that's what to me if mellow that in, even still like this morning yeah. i didn't realize there was an album between mellow gold and this no and there's two two years yeah and, yeah. There's, and there's two albums between it but so delay. yeah somebody needs to tell axel rose about this don't they oh <laughs> someone needs to tell portishead <laughs> <laughs> or Limp Bizkit. Anybody who's had releasing, uh, leaving years between their releases. Tool. Yeah, yeah, Tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the cover is a, a Commodore, is it? It's an amazing cover. It's it one is? of my favourite covers of all time. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a Commodore, which is um, a, a Hungarian breed of dog. Yeah. Kind of jumping over an obstacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's brilliant doing cover. A of, doing a bit of a course. Yep. Doing a bit of crufts. Yep. Um, you ever watched a pig race? You are. You have watched a pig race. I haven't. I've seen a sheep race. Oh, I've never seen a pig race. I'd love oh, that. Oh, pig race was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. They did two back to back with the same pigs. I took my daughter <laughs> to a place, and uh, we proper got behind the one who was like lagging at the back, not interested. The the notorious PIG. Yeah. Was that his name? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. One by I think they were both one by Harry Trotter. Harry Trotter. Yeah. Oh man, he ain't putting nobody over, is he? No. Nah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Where was that? Like Who Farm or something? A similar place. I've been, yeah. Oh, I've been. We went out to. Um, we went out to a place um, earlier this year. Mm. One of these many places, and I was told I'd been there before. But I've been to so many of these places; they're just blending yeah, into one. Yeah, Devon, yeah. this place was. Yeah. yeah. So I can't put them over because I can't remember no, what they were called because they all blend into things one. down there. They're called stuff like. Is it like the big sheep? That's one of the oh, places that's down in there. Cornwall, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it in yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spin magazine. Yep. Christened him. Yeah, a generation's consolation prize after the death of Kurt Cobain. Because I believe his loser was kind of charting a couple of weeks after Cobain had, like, gone blammer. Okay. That's, that's a lazy comparison. It, it, well, I think they're... Hmm, the things that they hold dear would be very different, I would Absolute say. Absolute poles apart. Like, yeah. ridiculously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I'd rather be Beck's friend than Cobain's friend. Oh, 100%. Like a million times yeah, over. definitely. But then I suppose there is a little bit of a hook there in that what drew me 
to this is, um, you know, some people have got their favourite, like a record label, they'll buy anything by, you know. If it some people will be like Roadrunner fans. Roadrunner, one, one I was definitely thinking yeah. of, if you want to go back in time, um, Stax or Motown or yeah. Chess, yeah. these kind of labels. If it was vaguely American alt in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. I was giving it a go. Oh, you, So that's what brought me to Beth. Yeah. You were like on board like from Mellow Gold, yeah? From Loser and Beer yeah. Can. That like yeah. brought you in, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Okay. So were you waiting on the release of this or did it drop and you were unawares? It dropped and I was unawares, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was aware of Beck. I mm-hmm. vaguely liked Beck. It, mm-hmm. was, it was a pickup on a random Saturday. Okay. I've never bought this album. I've never owned this album. Uh, I know all the songs, as we said, all the big songs that was released that had videos or were, man, I mean, he was even doing Top of the Pops and things like yep. that, wasn't he, at the time? But, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's kick off with this. Track one, you're going to know it anyway. Something's wrong because my mind is spinning. Everywhere I look, there's a dead end waiting Temperatures dropping at the rotten oasis Stealing kisses from the leprous faces Heads are hanging from the garbage men trees Mouthwash Okay, yep, go on then Go on, go first on this one. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, do you want me to go? Do you want me to go? That, that just, um, it throws a, a mysterious shroud over what you're going to say. Um, I, can, I can go if you want. I can go. Here, go here, here we go, here we go. Um, the second single release from this album. Um, it was released on the oh, 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 November 1996. Got to 22 on the charts. I only spent two weeks on the charts as a single. Um, which surprised me, because Radio 1 flogged the piss out of this. Loads of samples, which we'll get into oh, yeah. um, as we go through. Uh, I can remember, this is my Top of the Pops memory, I can remember going around my mum's house. No, I was still living at home, but definitely coming back from work, maybe, or something. She said to me, oh, did you see Top of the Pops tonight? And I was like, no. And she went, oh, there was this absolutely hilarious guy on there who okay. was laughing, who was dancing like like a madman kind of thing. And it was Beck, it turned yeah. out, when and she got through. When was Austin Powers released? The first Austin oh, Powers? I want to say it was after this. Oh, was it? It's funny. You, oh, you should mention Austin Powers mm. because there's... Oh, let's skip ahead. Mm. I had to mention the video for another single, New Pollution, and I just yes. love the video. And the intro bit is a bit Frank Sidebottom, a yeah. bit The Wicker Man, and then it segues into pure Austin Powers. Like, completely. The humour that they're going for is, yep. a, is coming from exactly the same place. Yep. 100%. Yeah, like 100%. It's got that kind of, like, a, as a lot of things on this album have, but especially the singles, there's like an immense retro kind of feel to them. Yeah, Defo, it's like there are so many influences. It's like, what genre can you say this album is? I think it'd take less time to list the genres that it isn't. Mm. And it's like, my take on this 
at the time. It was like nothing I'd ever heard. It was so mm. original, but nothing actually on it was original. This is the sound of the future, and it's all lifted bit by bit. I'm going to get so pretentious over these next two episodes, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because, as you know, I've packed the social medias in. Yes, yes. And yes. so far this year, I've read 23 books as a result of packing the social media. Okay. In. That's what's taken off my time. So I'm getting literary references for ev- everything. And I was reading um, an interview uh, with Kurt Vonnegut. Um, Slaughterhouse Five, Breakfast of Champions. Breakfast of Champions is amazing. Okay. Um, but he talks about his books as essentially mosaics made up of tiny little chips. And that's what Beck's music is to me. It's full of hooks and interludes that aren't recurring, but every piece is quite simple. There's mm. nothing that's overly complex here. Mm-hmm. And I'll maybe talk a little bit later on about why that might be. But this track. A lot of the stuff, like this album or Beck's career in a microcosm. And I kind of had a question coming off that because I don't really know any Beck fans other than myself. And even I will say his discography, as is going to be by the nature of that kind of thing, it's like draws on so many influences. It's experimental. I suppose Beck in himself is really a genre. Is he respected as opposed to liked? Ooh, um... I would say yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I've, we've said this on this podcast, or me and you have definitely spoken about this, of one time, not too many years ago, but quite a few years ago, I stopped at a motorway services, and I was just looking for something to read. Yeah. And I'm thinking it was a Q magazine. Yeah. Or it, it was definitely something very much like that, and it was just a picture of Beck on the front, and it said the most important person in music right now. Okay. And it was Beck. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't 96. We're talking it was probably 2006. Yeah. Maybe a little bit later than that. And I was like, oh, is this what the is this what the uh, the uh, I don't know the the, the, the brain trust has decided yeah, is yeah. this the um, what's the word <clears throat> wisdom conventional wisdom this is yeah this is what's being you know put upon us so yeah I get that I don't know a Beck fan aside from you yeah I've never met anybody and I include myself in this statement mm-hmm. it, I mean is there anybody who you say to someone oh who's your favourite recording artist and they say Beck no. <laughs> well, there probably is. Yeah, I don't. They've know. got to exist. Yeah, I don't know them. It's like as Charles Sonnen would say, Anderson Silver's fan. Saying that wasn't um, was Mikel Beck playing for um, oh, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough at the time when Beck he was, might have been. He, I think he, he was. Been. Yeah, Mikel Beck and Hamilton Rickard. Yeah, it was Mikel Beck. Was he like blonde and, and yeah. Scandinavian? Danish, was he? Yeah, yeah. Scandinavian. Bit of a cart horse. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he was like a shit striker. Yeah. Yeah, as you say... It's, it's like post-Ravenelli pre-Mog <laughs> Viduka. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Bridging the gap. Yeah. Somewhat well, sort of. Yeah. Um, Placeholder. As you said, it's a mosaic. One way that I heard it described as well was anybody could go to a car boot sound, pick up loads of shit, put it together and clang it around. And yeah. it, it depends which way you want to look at it, doesn't yeah. it? This song works, got a hook. Massively. Got a riff, got a nice... Uh, simple chorus. Yep. What the fuck does it mean? I've got a devil's haircut in my mind. Yep. It's Who knows? Words Re- that go together. Yep. That- Refrains and ear- earworm. Yeah. Recurring theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can pick so many examples out. I always love the lyric, hitching a ride with the bleeding noses, coming to town with the briefcase blues. What does it mean? Who knows? It sounds cool cares. though, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah it does. That's it it. Sound- you said that before. That's it does it. actually sound cool. Yep. Did you ever hear the Aphex Twin? 
uh, remix no. of it. No, I mean no. that's about twelve. I haven't yeah. got it. There's also a Noel Gallagher remix of it. Okay, uh, which basically just amps up the guitars a bit more, and the bits that I haven't got that lead riff in. There's a kind of like a rhythm guitar riff underneath it as well. Okay, a bit more guitar-y, shall yeah. we say? Um, but it still it sounds sounds good. Yeah, uh, it uses these are some of the songs. Just quickly touch these. Pretty Purdy Soul Drum. <laughs> is basically the drum beat for it there. And then we've got... Have you ever heard of Them? Them. No. No, I can only give you everything. Oh, I suddenly know. Got to be, hasn't it? That is, a, that is but, absolutely yeah. undeniable. The other ones was, what have I got written down here? Oh, it's, it's Van Morrison's old band, is them. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, as soon as you say that, you can hear it. Yeah. 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 Um, something to do with um, James Brown's Out of Sight as well. Oh, there's definitely, definitely yeah. James Brown vibes throughout. Oh, God, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one thing. We're, you know, we said we were going to be reaching for words. And here's something that you could maybe use to describe Beck that's often used as a criticism and it could be used as a criticism of this album but I don't think it necessarily need be a criticism skittish yeah not so I don't know not so much on this because I think this flowers and it, I think this is a a single for the masses as well yeah. well I think the simplicity does it a lot of favors yeah yeah I think just those those hooks the guitar hook the refrains the cool lyrics, I do get it though, yeah. And, and I think even to look at him when he's performing this song is skittish yeah. as well. You know, yeah. that, that all... That, I'm going to alter your microphone here in a second. Everybody just bear with me. There we go. I'm struggling with the new gear. <laughs> it's all right. It, it falls out. It's like a bloody... It's like a fucking mouth brace or something with the amount of strings yeah. on it and bits and pieces. But good start to the album. Brilliant start to the album. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's a definitely a good start. And yeah, as I say, obviously I knew that song, heard it before. So I was well aware of that. And then I have heard this second song before, before I'd listened to this album. But, um, man... I mean, spot the... What's the word? Spot the influence. It takes a backwash man to sing a backwash song Like a frying pan when the that ooze is cool, doesn't it? Oh, that's, you've got to love that intro. You've got to, we've said about not give a fuck. You've got to not give a fuck to even attempt funk and bluegrass. Yeah. Not to mention pull it off. And it, it's completely incongruent and it just works. Is it a bit son of a preacher, man? Oh, a bit of dusty. That's what it reminds me of. Do you know what I mean? Just okay. the very beginning, just okay. the very bit of that. You can't rule anything out with this, can you? No, 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 not at all. Not if at you all. were to hear it from the horse's mouth, you'd have no trouble believing it. <laughs> oh, I did notice 
Oh, I think it's going to be in a bit. Do you remember when we did the Arctic Monkeys episode? Yeah. And it was a bit Jingle Bells. In that light. Oh, summer. I get down, I get down all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. How up can soon? something <laughs> as dorky as that sound so effortlessly cool? But there's another example later in the album where he just... Hang he's on like, Is it, yeah? I think it, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's like, there's another example later in the album that's on a track that's very, it's, it's 180 from this mm. in terms of where it's coming from. But there's another nod and a wink there. I mean, he's like Tom Jones or Freddie Mercury. He's in on the gag, isn't he? Oh, yes, definitely. He's definitely yeah. in, on, in on the joke, yeah, yeah, 100%. I like, I'd say, like 70... 80% of this song, yeah. I like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to hate on the outro, we can't be friends. Um, oh, hang on. Is this the one that I thought should be over after about three minutes? No. Oh. No, this isn't the one. Oh, yeah. Well, the outro isn't actually the worst bit, but I'm not ever a fan of that kind of... It's a guitar, where yeah. it's like just like pulling teeth kind of guitar. Like... Oh, the transition is just like... Oh, it's a handbrake turn, and then the enchanting wizard of rhythm comes in, and you know <laughs> yeah. that voice. And, oh. Where does that come from? I mean, oh, that's just a... that, that, that's some crazy world of Arthur Brown shit, but yeah. it's just it works. The um, the Spanish chorus translation, yep, of, is it, it translates to "I'm a broken disc, I have chewing gum in my brain." Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, what, surrealism. What, yeah, 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 completely. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think. One, two, yeah, we've got a good start to an album. Cracking one, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracking one, two. I'm a fan. Songs of the plaid bartenders, Western unions of the country westerns, silver foxes looking for romance in the chain smoke Kansas flash dance ass pants, and you got the hot wax. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I think that's probably the track that I take away most from the album. I'll give you that. Yeah, definitely. Like, for, for me, yeah. if I was. Um, I know other podcasts will do a thing of, oh, pick one song to go on the playlist. Yes, yeah. yes, I know what you're thinking of there. <laughs> yeah. I think I would be strongly saying this one. Okay. This is really... Um, oh, because... I'd be pushing for it. We, we, we like a top three, don't we? I'm, we I'm like gonna, a top three. I'm going to struggle. Yeah, I've oh, given yeah. that no thought whatsoever, so well, yeah, I might have to just go with the gut. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, it's it's a contender. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good song, good song. Something different. Uh, and then next one. I hate that fucking start. I hate that start. Do you? Yeah. I love how it's... I wasted the word incongruent on the last intro, but I love how it's got nothing to do with anything. It's just... Ah, it caught me out lots of times, that did. Here we go. You only got one finger left And it's pointing at the door And you're taking Have a little bit of that chorus. Take it out the window, put your skeletons in jail. Cause Lord only knows it's getting. 
senses are gone, so don't you hesitate to give yourself a call. Let your bottom dogs fall. I mean, this is. Is that like Beck's closest thing to a single one? There's a few. There's a few. Yeah. Um, you and I have talked. Um, sorry, I keep going back to the intro. Mm. Um, at least off mic, if not on, about our mutual love for Never Tear Us Apart by In Excess. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard that album in full? Kick. Um, yes. What's the intro to that opening track all about where Hutchins is going, Thingy loves that, don't What's his name? Han- Dan Hansus on Does he? Uh, the Throwback Podcast. Oh, I've got to listen to that. that. Oh, yeah. that's just, oh, what is that all about? <laughs> God, that's, that, that's just the album peaks within the first 10 seconds. It's just incredible. It's just being sexy, sexy Hutchins. Oh well, they, d- d- you know, do what you do what you do best. He's a handsome, handsome do what man. You do well, best. It was. Yeah. The rhythm track on this track's almost skiffle, isn't it? Oh man, I, I, I can't knock this. No, it's brilliant. It's um, the drum samples from uh, the Edgar Winter Group. Okay. Yeah, you know Frankenstein. It was. No. Um, it was. 911's entrance theme in ECW, and at the same time, it was the Heavenly Bodies entrance theme in Smoky Mountain. Oh, God, I don't know, no. And I'm sure it's on a Wayne's World soundtrack. I think it might be the second one. I don't know. You know, I don't actually think I've ever seen Wayne's World 2. <gasps> oh, it's brilliant. I've never seen it. I've, yeah. def- I've definitely seen the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the equal of the first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, viable yeah. sequel, yeah. Yeah, your man Jim Morrison's... Um, Appears in a dream to no, Wayne regularly. It? Yeah, <laughs> the guy who plays him n- nails it. To be fair, as much as Kilmer does, mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know why this has just j- jumped into my head, but yeah. I owe someone a retraction from our jagged little pill episode. Okay, I was probably thinking about Jim Morrison. Yeah, but Ben Montench still with us, and we hope well. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think I was getting confused with Tom Petty. Um, having passed there, so. <laughs> Apologies to Ben Montench. That's like kind of like the Daily Star printing it at the bottom page. Yeah, yeah, that that, that retraction free front page story, yeah. like smack bang in the middle next to the horse horse racing results. Definitely. Um, the, oh, it's about three minutes into this. The uh, the transition into the bridge is just oh, it's casual as you like, isn't it? It's just it effortless cool. Yeah, 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 effortless yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 And um, obviously, I've been playing this album a bit, or even though I know it really, really well. Mm do play the album a bit in the lead up so i've had it on in the car and we've talked a bit about just like off the wall lyrics and my five-year-old finds put your skeletons in jail hilarious oh yeah yeah okay, yeah, yeah. She's a big fan of oh, that she cracks up at yeah. that yeah definitely <laughs> we're three to three aren't we oh yeah yeah definitely great start definitely oh fantastic start yeah. um i will say to you though that first time i listened through i could see the hooks in these track two and three yeah but they didn't grab me yeah and I left it, I probably listened to it about three times in about a week, like when we first spoke about yeah. doing this episode. Yeah. And then I came to back to it about like two or three weeks later. Yeah. And from the moment on Hot Wax where it goes doodling for the first time, it yeah. was like welcoming back an old friend, honestly. Defer. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it felt right. And yeah. then we went into this one and I was like, oh yeah, I really yeah. like this. Yeah. This album to me, yeah, welcoming back an old friend. Mm. That summer of '96, this was the sound of summer. It's it's a driving album for me every year between sort of May up to the end of August. Mm-hmm. It's on there. It's playlist, start mm. to finish. It, and it may be for me, or maybe at least the first part of the album anyway. <laughs> 
never liked this intro a bit, Lloyd. I never liked this do-do-do-do-do. March of 1997. This uh, slightly better, four, number 14, five weeks it hung around for, but man, this got played and MTV rinsed this. In my head, this is the biggest hit. Um, um, on the album, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. Um, kind of blew me low talking about the video with Frank Sidebottom, Austin Powers, <laughs> and The Wicker Man. But it's, it's like the music, it's like a metaphor for it. It's just a melting pot of everything. Melody is all in the vocal so it's the drum track and the bass riff that um that drive it really this and bit this, get, this oh sucks, yeah mate. well this is something else I've, I've made a point to put in um sax is my main tripping point with jazz sax because sex. it's oh it's got to be at a certain pitch otherwise yeah. it's grating and this is not grating so that is a thumbs up yeah if, yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, can yeah, get yeah. me to yeah. not turn my nose up at sax then you're on to a winner i didn't think i liked this song as much as i did yeah because i'm fully aware of this song from years gone by oh yeah and i think listening to it in the context of this album it kind of give it a bit of a bump as well and i like it a little bit more than i, I thought think I did. it does i think this album it's, it's a cliche but it fits mm. the holes more than the sum of the parts Oh, 100%. It's well-crafted. 100%, There's yeah. a couple of tracks in here, definitely, that I would say are not making anyone's playlist ever on their own. Mm-hmm. But I'll agree in with you, here, yeah. they serve a functional purpose at worst. Yeah. Uh, you said about the, the video. Yep. It's a... Once again, it's it's literally like uh, we said about the music is like loads of bits put together. Yeah. The videos like that. Yeah. Even like the you know the Motley Crew esque. Yeah, yeah. Bits of the video. Yeah. Um, anybody go and watch it because it's it's a good watch. The definitely. Video is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 It's very. Um, oh, it's very. Um, it, once again, gives me them kind of Austin Powers as you yeah. said vibe. Um, what is the what is the word that could describe that? It's very like it's kind of is it retro flower power? Yeah. Um, oh, um, the flower the flower people in uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like that, isn't yeah. it? I don't know how some lad who came from where was he from? Is he like a California guy? Is he California? Is he? I, I want to say Nebraska. Oh, but, really? But I. I'm going to look. I'll, I'll, I've I'll got Google a, the I've internet. got a 1 in 50 chance of being right there. And let me Google the internet while we're um, uh, not back. Yeah. <laughs> Beck. It's going to be neither of those. Um, Beck Hansen. Du, 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 du. Los Angeles, California. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 1 nil to you. Yeah. I, well, that was a. That kind of. I don't know. Oh, they're all fucking slackers, isn't they? Are they? Am I, am I massively giving that whole side of America the uh, the elbow there? Or I what? I've been to California. Have you? Yeah, yeah, San Fran. Yeah. Oh God, surely that's like the um, the not the wettest capital of the world. Mm. I've heard it described like that. I'm sure I saw Hicks and Gracie walking about. <laughs> Did you? 
It probably wasn't him. Yeah. The thing that surprised me was, um, what's the football team? American football team. 49ers. Yes. You expect it to be 49ers centric. Oh, it's a baseball town. Yeah, America's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't know they existed. So San who's, Francisco who's, the, who's the Premier League team that they own a massive stake in? The owners of the 49ers own some... Me and Neil were talking about this this okay. week. Anybody out there? I can Google the internet now, but I'm not going to... There's definitely a Premier League team. It's a less glamorous one. Okay. Like maybe a... It's not Brighton. Like a Palace or a... It, it's not Palace. It's... Um, maybe, I don't think it's Brentford. Brentford, Bournemouth. Maybe it's someone like that. Yeah. And they own like the second largest shareholding. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah. Glazers out, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, and if we're talking about that, back on football for a second. Yep. If we're talking Glazers out, as a United fan, I think I would rather have Radcliffe still with the Glazers having their little 10, 20% or something okay. than being completely Qatari owned. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I, yeah. it's like picking, do you want to kick in the bollocks or a slap in the face? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It's like which leg do you want to get shot in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think I'd be far more happy with that. Yeah. But yes, back to Beck. Yep. Good tune again. Yep. Four for four. Four for four. Yep. As I say, heard this one loads, lots of times, played all over, video's great. Yeah. Bada bing. Yeah, definitely. And um, here's kind of what I'm thinking in terms of, because I was kind of anticipating that you might be less on board with this album than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm anticipating massively that you're, you're going to say the next track drops off. And I kind of get that. What I got thinking of? You ever seen the film Napoleon Dynamite? You know I haven't, but Beck kind of correlate for me. I get it. I get it because I've seen it once and I've seen it years ago, and it may have aged badly. For all I know, I when I say music's all over it, I don't think it is. No, Jamiroquai are on it. Oh, really? Jamiroquai are on it. Yeah, that's okay. that's my one. That's my one abiding memory of music in. Um, in Napoleon Dynamite but it's one of those my abiding memory of watching it is I don't know whether this is brilliant or crap but I can't look away mm. because you just don't know what's coming next it could literally be anything and I think the next two tracks feed into that and it's a microcosm of the album at large at a micro or a macro level at track or overall I think sometimes I yeah no it does make sense and I think a lot of times that's far more intriguing and far more. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay around and see what happens here. Yeah, yeah. You, you know can't look I mean? away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. There was a film I watched recently. Actually, it was like that, and I was thinking to myself, "Am I am I missing the point here, or is this crap?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like yeah. One of those. Yeah. But yeah, four for four anyway. Oh, you're hearing that sax. Joe Thomas, Venus. Literally just is it, isn't it? Yep. I have the next track down as Derelict. Yep. Yeah, I think it does take a down step here. This will be the last one we have before the break. Um. I think it does take a down step, but man, surely like the uh, the inspiration for Khaleesi's milkshake, do you think? <laughs> 
You've just elevated this truck for me forever by comparing <laughs> it to Milkshake <laughs> because I think Milkshake and I intrinsically associate that with Mean Girls, which, as we've established at length on this podcast, is one of the greatest <laughs> films of all time. Well, I've still never seen it. Oh. Yeah, after you said before. I'm sure I said, I'm sure like the next day I said to Lindsay, have you ever seen Mean Girls? Because Boyd said to watch it and she was like, oh yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it yeah. on the streamings? It's got to uh, be on the streamings. It's got to be on something, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Christ, I pay for three, so you'd hope it's on one of them. It's got to be on one of them. Yeah. Everything in history's got to be on. The, what's the third one? Um, well, you can choose. I've got Prime, Netflix, yeah. and then, I don't know, you take your chance, don't you? Either Apple TV or Disney Plus, whichever one you're, you're on board with. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've I only got Apple TV at the moment because we had a three-month yeah. free thing. I tried to give Ted Lasso a go. I got, I watched appeal. Like, I watched like the first four and it's all right, but it yeah. didn't get me. You is know the, what I mean? It's the Tetris thing on Apple TV. Um, yes, I heard that they were pimping that to death on yeah. TalkSport, yeah. but I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I did watch the new Guardians of the Galaxy film last week. Okay. Yeah. Haven't seen the second one. Oh, haven't you? Marvel. Well... <laughs> I think Marvel have dropped off since Endgame. The last Thor film was fucking awful. But New Gods starts with... Uh, I like the first one. The whole film starts with an acoustic version of Creep by okay. Radiohead. Yeah. yeah, a live acoustic version. Well, the uh, the soundtrack was, like, the mixtape was a big part yeah. of the first one, was it? Hooked yeah. on a feeling. Well, it was, like, 70s. Yeah. I, this one, like, kind of is, is in 90s. Okay. Yeah, which... When you think about it, it's like, how's Quinn got those songs? Okay. Um, you know, Star Because it's based on his... Yeah, The yeah, cassette in his yeah, walk, yeah, yeah. isn't it, at the start of the first um, one? But good, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah decent film. Yeah, okay. I, I liked it. Um, Totes and motion places. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I just hark back to Toy Story 3. That's like the gold standard of these things. I can't fucking... No, no Tom Hanks, am I? Um, Dar- no, Tom Hanks? No, fuck Tom Hanks. Oh, I don't trust him. Sacrilege. I don't, have you seen The Circle? No. Nah. Just before you came round and Lindsay was looking for something to watch on Netflix and there was a trailer for a film called The Circle. Mm. I believe it's a Netflix film. Mm. Add your bird off... Um, she was either the girl out of Harry Potter or the girl out of Twilight. I can't remember. Emma Watson or Christian Stewart? Yeah, one of those two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't... I, oh, they're not interchangeable. There's a parent at the school. He's a ringer for Emma Watson. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Absolute ringer. Because obviously yeah. she's older now than she was. Obviously, yeah. 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 <laughs> like yeah. we all are. Uh, ab- absolutely, aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I had something really salient then, but it's gone. Yeah, hey-ho. Derelict. Yeah, I remember this standing out. Sell me on it, sell me on it. I remember it standing out in 96. Mm-hmm. Um, because it kind of stands out as... Well, it's the weakest track so far, isn't it? You know, there's no, oh, yeah. there's no tart in that up. But it just serves to enhance the idiosyncratic vibe it's it's a palate cleanser and it's memorable for that reason uh, i don't hate it but this is one of the ones that's you know it's not making anybody any playlist anywhere no no i don't hate it no i don't hate it it's just like it kind of goes nowhere yeah and hang on one second is this the song yeah i mean it's like it's over four minutes and it's just that all yeah. this way through yeah and you know, in much the same thing as Bittersweet Symphony is the same thing all the way through yep. for four minutes. Yeah, oh, I probably would take Bittersweet Symphony over this if I was given one or the other. I'll go with that. No, I'll agree with that. But it's, you know, that's an unfair thing. That's like your main single against 
I don't know, the single no one's going to put on a playlist. An album, album track. Yeah. A quintessential yeah. album yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. You're going back to, you just played another sample for the last track that was unmistakable. So we've talked about the myriad influences. Mm. It's just put the thought into my head that did DJ Shadow, um, did introducing pre or post date this? DJ Shadow wouldn't have been in my sphere until at the absolutely earliest mid 2000s so because that was like the first majorly critical acclaimed album if not the first ever that was like purely done from sampling wasn't it yeah 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 i did notice there's uncle collaborations yeah, yeah. or definitely yeah. remixes of songs later on yeah on the album but yeah dj shadow you know i still i've never really sat down and listened to dj shadow neither yeah. introducing introducing is worth a punt yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, it's not something that you, well, I'll speak for myself, go back to habitually, but yeah. obviously if you're interested in like, the well, music in general, for yeah, want of a better phrase, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I think it's something you should listen to once. Definitely hip-hop vibes coming through on this one. Yep. Well, yep. sort of, you know, it's. I think you wouldn't have heard this on the first album. No, no. No? Am I right definitely there? not. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. not. It's it's definitely leaning into that more experimental sphere. It's the low point so far, but it's a high bar, so that's no criticism. All right. We'll uh, on that on that point. We'll uh, we'll take a break now, and we'll be back with the second half of the album. Um, hopefully, you're as pleasantly surprised as I was with the first half of that. Actually, well, I don't think I'm hiding my hand too much. I was a mega fan back in the day, so yeah. I was. N- I was a little bit nervous that it wasn't going to have aged well, but mm. like I say, I do blast it, if not every summer, at least once a year. Before we go out here, if there's one thing I don't think you can level at this, is it hasn't aged well. Mm. I think it's quite evergreen, the album. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, yeah, on that, we'll... Uh, I we'll, do we'll, wonder, though. I'll, no, I'll save that thought for the end. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Ten books. Yep. <laughs> All right, and I'll uh, we'll speak to you in a bit. Don't forget, you can contact the show directly, jukeboxpod at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Facebook, search for Personal Jukebox Podcast. On Instagram, we're also at jukeboxpod. And leave us a review. Help a brother out. Help the algorithms. Yo! with part two looking at Beck's Odelay album from 1996 
Um, talking 96, weren't the fun loving criminals like around then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Something I considered for my outro music today was. Um, oh, yeah. What was that one? Big Night Out. Mmm, that's some good stuff. Supermodels yeah. on my D. <laughs> I went to see them live at the. Um, oh, brilliant. At the, uh, the Civic. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I've never been to a place that smelt more of weed in my life. Oh, bet. Yeah, it was like literally all over oh, there. Oh, bet. Another, another outfit who were in on, in on the gag. Mm, oh, yes, completely, yeah. completely. Is he still, does he still do Huey. radio I bet stuff? he's on BBC Six, isn't he? He's got to be. Yeah, I'm thinking so. He was like, he always seemed to be big mates with um, Tarbuck's daughter, didn't he? Okay, he'd be a man to go for a pint with. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I reckon he's got a story or two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, back into this. Let's fly through into this. Uh, the last one we left was Derelict, and next track is Novocaine. Once again, starting with a retro-y feel. Yeah. this one but um, this is very enduring this kind of sound there's a lot of artists who I think of not copied this but definitely gone along these kind of lines well this is intergalactic era beastie boys when that riff I suppose you'd call it drops yeah I'll blast this fucker in the car yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. blast it. It, it it's a definite step up from the last track for me Oh, massively, massively. Yeah. It's incessant. Um, more urgency. Yeah, keeps going back. Yeah, urgency is a good word for it. I was going to say high energy, but mm, um, mm-hmm. urgency is better. Definitely incessant. I like the way the horn breaks it up, then it gets straight back to the point. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love this one. It's um, Actually, listen to it now. It is a... Oh, man, this might be the dropping off point for the album for me, actually, after this. Oh, but, um, oh but, killers yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the tables have turned. I, I can Mr. Sm- Powers. I can smell um, Fatboy Slim of the Era, even. Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of funky, dance esque, hip hop y beats. Um, but yeah, yeah. Good song. Yeah. Brilliant. Love it. Um, I like it. I like it. It's alright. I had them the wrong way around on my notes. That was what was confusing me there for a second. Maybe a tad longer than it needs to be. A tad. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, probably a bit too much squealing and squeaking, and um, I wouldn't say that's an outrageous criticism. I'm, I'm yeah. fine with it. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's welcomes us back into the second half of the album quite good. Next track, Jackass. Was Jackass around in '96? No, Got it was a couple of years later. You think? Oh, I don't know. Surely, Camp Kill Yourself was kind of around. Maybe '98, Jackass. Yeah, maybe '98, '99. I don't know. Hmm. 
me, this is perfectly pleasant. Perfectly pleasant song. You've mentioned Dylan, and this is Dylan-esque. Oh, so much, yeah. This is where I first thought it, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's pleasant. I think this could have been a two-minute song when it does that, like, kind of a little bit of a lead bit after maybe a second chorus. I think it's kind of said what it's got to say by then. Well, I don't think... I think that changing it up, it's like everything... Everything you can say about any track mm. you can say is like the album in a microcosm. Mm. I've mm. tortured that word to death um, so far. Um, but yeah, it doesn't give you a chance to get bored of anything. I think it's absolutely audacious to follow up a Beastie Boys-esque high-tempo track like Novocaine with a Dylan-esque ballad. And that's why I love it. And I just think, as we touched upon before, the album as a whole it elevates everything individually this is the most route one track so far i know we love that phrase um yeah yeah it is yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i mean nothing on the whole album in isolation is original but the fact that it all coexists side by side Mm -hmm. um just makes it the most original thing i'd ever heard up to that point (laughs) Um, age 15 is it stray blues his album, 2000 album. Is that right? Sea Change? Sea Change? I don't yeah. know, yeah. It has a Spanish version. Oh, no. No? Or no. is it Guerrero? Oh, man. It's called Bur- Bur- Burro or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and it's basically the Spanish version of this song. I think that's on Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. There you go, then. I don't know. I believe Wikipedia, basically, for that. It is, once again, them. You know, the Van yeah. Morrison's. Yeah. It's all over now, Baby Blue. Literally, it is. Yeah. My main takeaway from this episode is I'm rinsing them this week. Gonna go and give them a listen. <laughs> Definitely, give them a listen. Oh uh, yeah, there's one for you. There's one for your for your list. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Next track. This is probably the other big one. Betty Dawsey in it. That intro. Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah. Um. This was Ray Manzerick. Yeah. yeah. This was the lead single. This was one that was put out before the album came out. Yeah, I think definitely there's a big three, isn't there? This Devil's Haircut, New Pollution. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of spoken word samples in this one, yeah. yeah. Um, this is one that got the Uncle 12 minute remix, which. I get that. Have you ever seen the um, MTV Unplugged version of this? No, no. Oh, no. yeah. No, never Worth seen watch. It. Yeah, I bet that's, that's a strange one, isn't it? It um, is, it is. Yeah. And again, it's very self-aware. Okay. The jigsaw jazz in the get fresh flow. Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts. Two turntables and a microphone. Bottles and cans, just clap your hands, or just clap your hands. Where's that? I got two turntables and a microphone. Where's that? I mean, this is probably blasphemy for uh, for Beck fans, but 
it so sounds like um, like early kid rock as well. His kind of stuff that he was doing, like before he was going like into you know using guitars properly, very hip hoppy, very sample heavy, okay. and all that kind of stuff. You listen to them. I think the early kid rock, like the Polyfuse Method and the, the things before Devil There, of course. I've um, never heard anything the kid rock before okay. Devil There, of course. Yeah, that that early. You know, it's all that like. I've never been into, you know, you'll get lots of people, probably our kind of age, who were into that early 90s hip-hop stuff. Like, yeah, you know, Tribe Called Quest. And De La Soul, even. Yeah, De La Soul. Um, yeah. And it was never Booyah my bag. Tribe. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was never my bag, I'll be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Even the Beasties, I'm not a big Beastie Boys fan. You know, I don't consider them overrated, but I'm just like, meh, they're not... I like a Beastie Boys banger. Yeah. Yeah, and they, I'm not going to say they haven't got some good tunes, but um, I don't know, I think they, they can lose me on an album really easily. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like really is. I'm yeah. listening to Ill Communication for a future album, for a okay. future episode. Okay. <laughs> Struggling? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I put last year, just as a random... Th- download throw on mm-hmm. i put paul's boutique on to go to the gym massively uh, heralded isn't it i remember thinking yeah, yeah. I, I, I need to give this yeah. i need to spend more time with this yeah um okay for it to show itself but there was potential there yeah obviously yeah, yeah. didn't subsequently because life that tells its own story yeah. i feel <laughs> um yeah where it's at massively catchy song massively catchy i love the breakdown at about two minutes with the let's make it out baby and where it segues into there let's make it bang out, on baby. that's it i love it and it's got a bit of the uh the self-deprecating non-pretension as well that we've alluded to yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. with the first bit and and the bit was that was a good drum break <laughs> oh fantastic <laughs> and i think if there was any pretension to beck at all it would just obliterate his entire aura that slacker, use the word slacker, it would just <laughs> obliterate the aura. And I'm going to use my favourite word as well. Cause have you seen the video for this? I can't think of it. No, and I didn't yeah. see it on my finger. No. Oh, it's a song about turntables and the juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. There's line dancing in the video. There's bingo for somebody. Yep, yep. <laughs> we just need a je ne sais quoi. And we're calling house. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to retire to the, uh, to the Maldives. <laughs> Yeah, I'll search that one out actually and give that oh, a yeah, watch. Definitely. The, other, the other videos did the did the job. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah it's up there. that we're hearing now it kind of goes on a different bit there um i can imagine if you're not into it you're not going to be into it but um yeah I, actually this isn't this is the falling off point after okay. this for me. okay yeah let's go for the next one uh minus bit more punky grungy yeah maybe yeah even Pixies-esque at points. Oh yeah, I definitely hear that. That survivor of a boiled crown, another casualty with a casual frown. The janitor vandals are blocking your face. Juveniles with the piles and paste. It's a sensation. A bag of corpse in the garbage classes with the crutches of 
Beck's gone to heaven, yeah. <laughs> Beck's gone to heaven. Well, at the end of the, um, I'm loath to call it a chorus, but the it's not really, the scream of the vomiting whores and the forks, it's like, that is the Shades of Frank. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. curator of the yeah, late yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I didn't think of that before. Quiet, actually, loud, yeah. quiet body, shooing the quiet. Mm. Mm. That vibe's definitely going on. And I love how from there it segues into a bit of a... Well, I suppose the track segues into country from the next one. And that's just it's just outrageous, isn't it? Um, it is outrageous, yeah. yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a, a virtual smorgasbord. I, 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 I thought of the word smorgasbord <laughs> earlier today. I did. Oh, I was thinking about earthquake. Oh, who knows? But I love how he bookends where it's that with the two biggest root runners on the album. You've yeah, got yeah. that kind of patchwork yeah. mosaic, so kind of signature track, single, lead single mm-hmm. in the middle, and just bookends it with the two root runners. So it's like... Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. yeah. yeah, yeah. we're going to mix it up, and you're going to love it. Saying that about the falling off, I do actually... I don't actually mind the next one, neither. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing that falling off. Um, period. Further and further back. We're pushing your rank higher and higher. This has got that retro, yeah. uh, funky style again. Um, yeah. I don't have a bit need no wheels, I don't need no gasoline. Again, it's got that kind of, we're just going to throw some lyrics and do all the bits and pieces in the verse. Defo. And then we're going to hit a massive hook for the chorus. Here we go. Yes, let's play the chorus. How they contrast the like the country and western vocal mm. of the chorus, the drum breaks mm, mm. of the verses, it yeah, works. Yeah. How the chorus is sparse, but it's massive. And you've mentioned those vocals. It's You're waiting for yeah. The entire bridge hinges on that one abstract line: the mm-hmm. matchstick strike when I'm riding my bike <laughs> to the depot. You're waiting for it to drop. The entire track pivots on it the rest of it from there is like one big reprise and it's like it's genius I, th- I think as i'm listening to this again now and i think this is probably your incredible ability to try and talk me around <laughs> my like grade is rising on oh, this album God, i'll take that but um yeah we have got four tracks left i know yeah. what i'm giving this but, yeah yeah okay okay but that's a good this is another one this was a single wasn't it i wasn't aware this was a single but i'd heard it before sissy neck already yeah. bad was um, it sissy neck okay yeah this was the last single released in the UK, anyway. I was not aware of that. Yeah, May of the last year. It was just barely scraped inside okay. the top 40. This is, I think it's been on some kind of compilation as well that I've heard at some point. Uh, maybe it was on like a 90s alt compilation for something. But, um, yeah, I remember this from the day. I remember it being on the radio. Okay. Um, it's that chorus, really. It is. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Once again, it uses a lot of samples. We've got um, Sly and the Family Stone, Life by them in there. 
part of me by country funk and wow what's that it's a fly <laughs> and the moog and me it uses this whistle from the start like dick hyman we're kind of getting a bit of each there don't we <laughs> that's up there with um, Daryl Hannah in Kill Bill for the default whistle when someone asks you to whistle <laughs> Right, let's head into the home stretch. Ready made. Worst song on the album? An open road where I can breathe, where the lowest low is calling to me. I can pull myself back up, back down. Together like a ready made. I don't like them out of like chewing guitar licks there. Okay, I'll get yeah. that. I'll get it. Um, and literally what we've heard in that bit to me is that's the song. Mm, it's a valley, not a peak. Mm. Um, it does well for being sub three minutes. Um, if derelict is a palate cleanser so is this i think its inclusion's a pacing decision oh i definitely think there's a bit of a right turn on the album after this mm, okay i think we definitely go much more down hip-hop boulevard after this oh 110 yeah. definitely and i'm interested in your take mm-hmm. on where it goes from there this one you're not playlisting it. There's album nothing track. to particularly dislike because it's over quick. Pacing decision. Yeah. That's it's my like, take. It's like a less good jackass. I don't think he touches the sides of jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm agreeing with you there. Uh, now, this is where the album definitely changes. The next track's called High Five, Rock the Cat Skills. <laughs> Apparently, it's got a sample of Schubert's bloody unfinished symphony in here somewhere. But, Nothing surprises you, though. Yeah, I struggled to hear it because I was really... I was trying to find it, and apparently he's got a lot of unfinished symphonies um, when you look. So, trying to find the one. Hey, who knows? Come on. Hey, everybody, come on. Seven, come on now. Six, Question: Have any of his subsequent albums had like track like this on it? Not per se. Because um, I, I think he worked with the Dust Brothers. Did he work with them after this or not? I don't think so. Nah, like I, I stand to be corrected on that. But um, kind of smell that's their bag. Yeah. His subsequent work is more patchy than this album. Yeah. But it does swing around a bit. You've got um, the likes of Morning View and Sea Change are a massive, massive departure mm. from this in its entirety to the point where you think it's a different artist. The album after this, Mutations. Mm, um, I remember that coming out. Yeah, yeah. That kind of takes the experimentalism down a notch yeah. to the point where he reprises it on Midnight Vultures, which is kind of like an Odelay part two. and then Okay. Maybe Guero is part three. It's just... And I think this album, when you're so 
iconoclastic. Some stuff's not going to hit. And this track's a career microcosm in terms of this album because the first 40 seconds of this track are the highlight. I think this track is a bit of a mess, to be honest. I think the rest of it, for the same way that it follows the same template, you know, it doesn't follow any template at all. For all that, it's so tight. This track, by comparison, has got all the poise of a bloke on my third day of a stag do. Yeah, it literally sounds like, um, say, a band has done an album, yep. and then they chuck a fuck around on the end. Yep. That's what this seems like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the- I mean this bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get it, but yeah. yeah. You had ready-made as a low point of the album. For me, this is it. Um, okay. I've soured on this one over the years. More Dead Than Alive used to be a like a reflex follow-up when everyone would ever say high-five. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. don't know, maybe that <laughs> kept it going for me for a while, but if I'm losing one track off the album, it's this. Okay, I Massively outstays its welcome. Yeah. Given this album, it's listen through. I thought to myself, Stuart Boyd's gonna love this track. Stuart Boyd loves this track. <laughs> I knew, I knew that you would love this. <laughs> to me, it's part of that trio of acoustic y, yep. slower tempo songs on the album. Yeah. There's nothing offensive here to me, it's alright, yeah. It's, it might be my favourite out of the three. Lo fi, melancholia, yeah. what's, what's not to love. Um, I'll be honest, I would have ended the album with it. I consider this the album closer. Yeah, yeah. Because, as we've covered at length in previous episodes on previous albums, I'm a tape boy. Mm. Oh, was this never on the tape? Yeah. Was, I don't, sorry, was the last track never on the I tape? I don't care, Disco Box. No, it's, ah. it's the hidden track. Oh, is it? it? Yeah, it is oh, the is hidden it? track. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But this is kind of a, uh, a forerunner to the fact that he's got a sea change in him yeah. as in the album sea change so i implore everybody listen to sea change get that album in your life when i after i listened to this i gave mellow golden the listen for yeah. old time's sake i could have seen this on that yeah definitely yeah yeah um but i, I haven't listened to anything after so okay. I, I maybe go and do give sea change a go um this album won the best oh best Best was that best act album at the '97 Grammys, and he won the best male rock vocal for where it's at. Okay. Um, it was the album of the year in Rolling Stone. In there, you know, they've done their the, the all-time lists. Yep. In 2013, it was 306. In 2020, it was read under 424. Okay. Uh, Pitchfork, it was their number 19 album of the '90s. Okay, that's high praise from Pitchfork. Mm. Originally, they gave it a 9.8 out of 10 on okay. release in 96. Uh, they redid that in 08 to 8.5 out of 10. Yep. And listen to these, um, these reviews, though. Enemy, 4 out of 5. Q Magazine gave it 10 out of 10. All Music, 5 out of 5. Entertainment Weekly, A-. minus. The Guardian, 4 out of 5. Enemy, 8 out of 10. Rolling Stone, 4 out of 5. Spin, 10 out of 10. Chris go. I've been waiting for this. A minus. Yep. Yeah. He's uh 
Yeah, he's a big fan. Uh, what did I say? US Billboard, he got to 16. On the UK chart, he got to 17. And his highest position was in Sweden. He got to number five. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Beck, big in Sweden. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> so that is kind of where the album ends. As For you... me, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a bit of disco box. My though, note yeah. on disco boxes, don't count it. Um... I mean, I kind of looked at it as the... I've been listening to it because I thought it was part of the album. Yeah. And to me, it was like High Five Rock the Cat Skills again kind yeah. of thing. Yep. But with a bit more... A bit more funky. Yeah. 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 A bit... Acceptable background noise. Yeah, look, it's superior, actually. Oh, yeah. Than yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I agree with that completely. Uh, have you got the... Did you ever pick up the 2008 Deluxe Edition of the album? Streamed it multiple times, but... Two discs yeah. set, 19 yeah. B-sides, remixes, yeah. bits and pieces, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything good Who's left got, on the cutting room floor? Who's got time? Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that I like that like heavily uh, distorted vocal. Okay. That runs across a lot of the tracks on the album, actually. It does, a yeah. A few. Well, you mentioned there's an award for best rock vocalist, and I think of all the attributes, if you're going to list attributes in order of importance mm. for this album, mm. I think vocals, by design, are very low down if they're appealing on, appearing on there at all. And definitely on where it's at. Oh, yeah. You know, that's like probably the least... Yeah. Vocal performance, really? Yeah, absolutely. Out of all of them? Yeah. It's your ballady jackass sissy necks where, if yeah. anywhere, they stand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or maybe even like somewhere like New Pollution, where they're the driving force of melody, where there's yeah. nothing instrumental there. Yeah, well, there's but, something else where, I don't know, which you'd say, you know, like Beck's delivery is very, to him, very... Yeah pertinent to him yep. like a, a, another vocalist you could pick out their things and I think his delivery with those lyrics and the kind of cool slacker factor vibe that's kind of um, yeah. more his bag yeah he's got that versatility in there though again I will I know we're not doing that album but in in a vast back catalogue I'll point anybody towards um, Sea Change again because if I had to draw a comparison Nick Drake-esque you may have lost me there, who is it? Mm. Uh, Pink Moon. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, summing up time. Summing up. Um, experimental. Minimalist, but not multi-layered. And that's where I think I'd be very interested to find out what this sounded like to modern ears hearing it for the first time. Um would it sound dated to we said it's evergreen mm. like coming back from the I break I do think that yeah yeah would it sound like that to a young person where something experimental bit skittish um, that can be multi-layered something like Flying Lotus but was this driven by necessity because in 1995 maybe when this started being recorded 96 Beck's paying for studio time mm. with the technology now 
they can go a lot more deep so does it sound dated like that because to me 15 years old in 1996 i had never heard anything like this before this was a turning point for me this album was this album was massive for me in did, 1996 this, yeah did this um lead to the radiohead i think radiohead was, well because radiohead changed post 96 well radiohead were there i had the bends yeah, at this yeah point but, but the Benz is nothing along the lines of OK Computer. No, maybe without this, this was the conduit into sticking with them where so many people fell yeah. off. Um, I tell you what, I liken this album like to a whole. Do you know that meme of the guy with the crazy hair who's like explaining a theory with all the post-its <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the board? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. kind of like that. It's <laughs> all over the place, but it's focused. Um, Bex and Maverick is, and this album... He's at the peak of his powers. You consider this to be Bex Magnus. Magnum Opus. Uh, Magnum Opus. Yeah. This is his, yeah. his top album. Yeah. I'll keep I'll keep going for Sea Change. It's a massive departure, but they're one and two. Definitely. Yeah. But completely different. Okay, okay. Uh, and and in summing that up, yeah. what are you giving uh, given the song? Given the song, given the album. Yeah, um Well, I've indicated it was a big one for me. There's nothing I don't like on it. Uh, massively influential, like nothing I've heard before. So we're in the top echelons. Mm. Something with, I mean, like I say, I don't hate um, Ready Made. I don't hate Derelict, but they're kind of there. I can't go a flat out A for anything with High Five on. Uh, okay. I'm happy to match unintentionally. I didn't know till you said it. Our man Christago gave it an A minus. I'm matching his A minus. Okay. It's if I'm knocking up an all-time top twenty, it's on the shortlist. Oh really? You're yeah. Placing it that high. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I've run the gamut on this one. First listen through. As I said, I was saying, I was thinking, oh god, this is going to be a poor one. Me and Boyd are going to be miles apart on this. Listens, listens later. Yeah, it stepped up a little bit. And then I get to that that last... I mean... I'll... Take off the last track, then. Yeah, if you weren't including I'm taking that. it off. Yeah, okay. I wasn't I wasn't aware that it wasn't um, part of the album. <sighs> I'm still torn. There's, there's a lot of good stuff. I think the first half of this album kicks, man. It's, it's fucking really good. There's hooks are plenty across it. 1996 putting this out as you've said it was something different massively massively different but I've still it's still not reaching my upper it's probably not as I don't know as as route one for me to get into that top thing Um, I'm going to give it a C yeah (laughs) that's harsh I'm going to give it a C um, yeah, because, man, I mean, yeah, it's, it is, yeah, for me, yeah, <laughs> look at his face, <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it is, because I know what we're doing later, and if I'm comparing, yeah, 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 we're going to be a part on that as well, aren't we? Ooh. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Well, we're, coming, for another day. we're coming to that one from very different angles. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe not actually. I don't know, but we'll we'll talk about that when we, we get to that. 
let us know jukeboxpod at gmail.com if you agree disagree or um, whatever with myself or Boyd's opinions um, if you are a Beck fanboy and we uh, completely didn't even guess that you existed I've always wanted to meet you yeah then get in touch man and go easy on me um, mute thread <laughs> personal jukebox podcast on facebook jukebox pod on instagram Stuart Boyd would you like to play us out with something I shall play you out with something we were talking in the break weren't we I've got a couple of projects on this year mm-hmm. culturally and I'm trying to listen to 52 albums this year at least twice each one a week um, and I'm get, that I've never listened to before and getting them from different sources would you say Beck is would you say it's fair for me to summarise Beck is hipster before it was a term? Yes. There you yes. Go. Oh God, actually, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you held that back till now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a hipster mm-hmm. about a band that I never deep dived before mm-hmm. and say I picked out an early album and I prefer their early stuff mm-hmm. to the stuff they're known for. So the track is Waiting for the Bus and the band is ZZ Top. Oh, okay. What year is that from? May even be 70s. Really? Okay. Waiting for the bus. Man, they could have sampled this on that album, couldn't they? <laughs> Thus the basis of its appeal today. <laughs> I don't know if these are covers, but I noticed there's also versions by the Violent Femmes, Eraserheads, and Chumbawamba. I want to hear that Violent Femmes one. I know, see, that's somebody that's got, who's outside my thing. That's going to be life affirming. <laughs> funky in their own way, aren't they, ZZ Top? Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's not what you think when you think ZZ Top no. at our age. Well, I think of the 80s era, very um, electronic, electro-metal kind of sound. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Right. Thank you very much. Cheers for the recommendation. Thank you, good sir. Yes. I um, hope everybody's enjoyed that. And Boyd will be back soon. I'll be back soon. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>